0: That's,
1: that's, that's great. Hey, it's okay. Everybody knows that you're a sneeze so it's totally fine. I am,
0: and right now is like the two-week time frame building up to when pollen starts to fall, and everyone's allergies really do get crazy, and mine have been kind of wild the last few days, so.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I woke up this morning, and my head was like killing me, and I was had it because of the rain stirring shit up or something you know
0: what I mean I'm sure like that and the different pressure yeah pressure that messes with you too
1: messes with my knees as well like you know what it's so true like when people have knee issues like you can always tell when shit like it's about to go down weather-wise because it changes the pressure and your knees start hurting or something your joints start aching
0: I didn't even think about that, but this morning I woke up and my right hip is the one that bothers me when I start upping my training. And I, I did run faster yesterday, so I was thinking that was it, but the the weather probably affected it too
1: because
0: my like right hip was just super stiff.
1: It's totally the weather. It, it, I mean, obviously, yeah, probably the run didn't help either, but it's it's the weather. Like I can I feel like I'm an amateur weather forecaster with my knees. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I can whenever. Yeah. I can always tell when it gets, my knees start like aching and, and, you know, really kind of hurt. And I'm like, man, let me check the weather. Is it about to rain? Like what, what what's, what's about to happen? But yeah. So speaking of the weather yesterday, we had many people ask us and give us well wishes to make sure that we got, we got through the rain and through the crazy weather. Okay. And Jacqueline and I both fared well, um, It was pretty dangerous out there in a lot of East Texas towns and cities, a couple areas close by both of us got hit actually with tornadoes. So it was pretty wild weather last night. I was up late checking the weather, making sure we didn't have any Naders coming through Canterbury street, but we were, we were good. We just had a lot of rain and uh, high winds. So we did a little tornado prepare on the back patio. So I have to fix that tomorrow. But um, yeah, so we we were good. And Jacqueline just said she had a lot of rain, I believe, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, there were a few like semi-large branches that fell on my balcony, but nothing like, I didn't see anything crazy. I mean, it was just a lot of, during the day, there were several periods where the wind blew super hard, but like nothing happened. And then it was just a lot of rain. I don't know how much rain, but Dad yeah. did text inform me that y'all got three inches of Nacogdoches because you know he's watching that rain gauge. So,
1: of course he is. You know, I kind of want to get a rain gauge too, and so that maybe me and him can like go back and forth with our statistics on rain gauges. Okay, um, uh,
0: really quick, I have to tell one fast story about his most recent excitement over there on Chaparral, and hopefully, no one gets offended by this story because it's Texas. But um, they've been having they've been having an armadillo that's been tearing up everyone's yard Mm -hmm. and so him and a few neighbors have been on the lookout and I'll be damned if the great white hunter didn't shoot the armadillo the other night.
1: (laughs) He was so proud too. (laughs) Oh my God, the great white hunter. I'm done. Do you have any
0: like PETA followers? Y'all know, listen, I'm the biggest softy for animals, but armadillos are just kind of a nuisance. They're a
1: nuisance. Exactly. That would be like someone taking care of, you know, a a nuisance like wild boar or something, you know? Yeah.
0: There's there's no way. I mean, what are you going to do? You can't set a live trap and catch it and put it out somewhere else because they carry diseases too. So, I mean,
1: it's Texas. I think we're fine. I think, you know what I mean, if people get upset that the great white hunter took out an armadillo, one little armadillo. I mean, those I mean that guy could have gotten hit by a car the other. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. The and same if y'all
0: thing. knew how meticulous Richard was with his lawn, you would understand.
1: This is a fact.
0: The armadillo had to go. It was the last day. It
1: was either the armadillo or Richard Parton was going to actually have a a shit fit. So it was better. The armadillo just went. Cut it. Cut it. Yeah. So (laughs) that's funny. We got through the weather. Richard Parton got rid of the diller. Um, What else is going on in in our lives? Uh, I actually canceled classes today because the weather was so bad still this morning. Um, not necessarily where I was, but a lot of my students emailed me or messaged me, said that there was down power lines in there on their county roads. And a lot, cause you know, a lot of my students are, they don't live on campus cause we don't have really a big on-campus presence for dorms. And so a lot of them live at home or live in the area. And so actually a lot of them live like 30, 45 minutes away from, from Angelina, live on, you know, in BFE county roads, Barely any service, and right, you know, it, it's it's one of those types of of schools. So, a lot of them message me saying that their, you know, their their county roads were flooded. There were limbs or trees down on their county road, and I was just like, you know what? I've gotten like five or six emails and messages this morning from multiple students. I'm just no class. Just don't even try. I don't care if you can get to class or not. Just just stay home. It's not worth it. It's not worth you trying to get around all of that mess and it'd be dangerous. And then I had no idea what it looked like on my commute. So I just said, you know what, just stay home, do your, do work at home. You have stuff to work on. Don't worry about it. So I was able to get a little bit more sleep, which was nice, but um, definitely have a little bit to catch up on tomorrow at work. But hey, I'd rather do that than have everybody struggle to get to class on time by nine thirty and have to, you know, go through flooded streets and waters and that's just not it's not safe so just no point no point so I had an extra little day at home which was nice but at the same time I'm getting too used to being at home I need to I need I need to go back to work anyway um so let's get started let's talk about this game so we were invited to the cbi um we're invited to the nit for whatever reason um probably i don't even know if was seattle invited to that
0: i don't think so I'm I, don't think,
1: I don't know if any of the whack people were invited to the nit which whatever that's fine um whatever reason being or if anybody just I I don't know. Anyway, so uh, we were invited to the CBI tournament, which was in, that was in Daytona, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I was making sure. Yeah. Uh, In Daytona, Florida. And we went, we were matched up with, uh, we were the four seed and we were matched up with UNC Asheville, which I believe they were like, I don't even know, the 14th or 15th seed or something like that. I don't even remember what it was. I didn't really look at the bracket before going over this, but anyway, so we were matched up with them and, um, we played on Saturday afternoon, like around one 30 ish our time. And so, yeah, tell us about the game.
0: All right. So, well, first i all, kind of just let y'all know who all was in this tournament. There were Several WAC appearances. There was
1: that's true.
0: Yeah. So from the WAC, there was us, California Baptist, and Evelyn Christian. Um, there was Drake, Middle Tennessee, Purdue, Fort Wayne. Um, of course, we played UNC Asheville, Ohio, Rice, UNC Wilmington, Virginia Military Institute. I had to look that one up because they just had it listed as VMI, and I was like, "Who's? I don't, never heard of VMI." Um, Florida Atlantic, Northern Colorado, UNC Greensboro, lots of UNC's in there, Yeah, Uh, Boston University and Troy. So those were the teams Um, going into this game. UNC Asheville's overall um, was 17 wins and 13 losses. They were eight and eight in the big south their respective conference. Um, we had, for starters, we had Gavin, David, Calvin, Trell, and Nigel came back for an appearance in the starting five. We did lose 80 to 68. The attendance was 588. So for the stats, we got Sean Kennedy's Stat section. Our field goal percentage was 45.8. They did have a higher percentage with 51 um and we took almost the same amount of shots. We took six more shots than them. We took 59 and they took 53. So eh. our three point percentage was 22.2. 2. Uh theirs was 52. They Maybe, we'll get to that, but they were shooting the threes and they were making a good bit of them.
1: Yeah. Uh
0: our free throw percentage was 66.7. Uh, they shot 74. We did have 46 points in the paint. So, I mean, that is right where we want it. We had 20 points off of turnovers. We had 11 second chance points. We had eight fast break points. 23 bench points. Pretty good. Um, we were out-rebounded quite a bit. We had 27 rebounds and they had 36. Oof, so, yeah, I'm almost. Almost by ten, uh, we had ten offensive boards and seventeen defensive boards. We had eighteen fouls, which is only one more than they had. We had sixteen turnovers, not shabby. Uh, they have more than us; they have twenty-one. Right. We had ten blocks. We, I mean, ten steals and one block. Sorry. Um, and our game leaders, we had Day and Gavin each with thirteen points. Uh, Gaven had. Also, seven rebounds, three assists, and two steals. Um, he did have nine turnovers, though, which kind of sucks. Uh, mm-hmm. Day, in addition to the 13 points, had three rebounds and one assist. Then we also had Nigel with 12 points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals. Nigel had a great game. Hey, Rick Thompson. Rick, Long time no see, man. How you doing? Hope you got through the weather. Okay, bud. Um, so yeah, Nigel had a really good game. I don't know if starting gave him a little extra juice, but um great game, Nigel. Uh Trell had 10 points, three rebounds, and one assist. Also a great
1: game. Good job, Trell. Yeah, so to roll right into uh the feats of strength, and yeah, we lost the game, understood, but we did have a couple good moments yesterday, not yesterday, it felt like yesterday, uh on Saturday. Um Let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, I will say one thing, too, was uh, there were a couple really good moments in transition. Uh, One, I think a couple by David and a few, I think, maybe by Nigel or if I can remember correctly, um, Calvin as well. Um, Just just some good moments in transition basketball, you know, getting turnovers and getting back over and, and getting the basket, the layups. Uh, day nice moves to the basket as always love watching him play I think he's going to be so good for us um, next season Uh, I I tweeted this the other day because it was something that was you know everybody just started hitting the transfer portal like immediately um, over the weekend and I was just starting to get super nervous and I was like please Lord Jesus um, don't let this happen anything to us on our end I, I really am just fingers crossed and just like yeah, if okay. it does,
0: we Congrats. will we their doorsteps begging for them to come back.
1: Oh, I will I I, I will do whatever I need to do. I will bake cookies. I, I will promise that we won't talk shit. I mean I I'll do whatever I need to do. <laughs> like I'll do whatever I need to do that's to a make sure. Promise. That's, a what? Big, that's a
0: big promise. I will
1: I will, <laughs> I will. say whatever I need to say. I, just, I, don't, I don't feel like we ever talk shit, really. No, no, we don't. I don't think we do. I it's know. just, we don't. I mean.
0: I got a newsflash for y'all. If y'all think we've been talking shit, y'all ain't seen talking shit.
1: Legitimately. Like, we just look at the stats and give our opinions. That's all we do. That's all we do. It's not talking shit. It's just literally looking at the stat line and saying, wow, you had, you know, 10, 10 steals or, or 10 turnovers. That isn't great because it's not. I mean, we're just
0: discussing the facts. That's it. That's it. Our that's little it. Things, we don't say anything personal. We
1: don't. No, never. Nasty. Because it's not that critical. <laughs> it's not that critical. Anyway, so. Back back to the game. Back to the game. Um, Nigel had a night. Nice, there were a couple nice moments uh with the three ball. Obviously, I know our three wasn't that great, but we had a couple that were good. Nigel for three, uh, Trell had a nice three. Um, of course, oh my god, that slam from Calvin was just uh, chef's kiss beautiful. I mean, what a move. Again, I know we don't didn't have a lot of really great moments offensively, but that one was just really, really good. Um, That just shows, again, how well we can move the ball around, especially in transition and especially like that, and I just wish that we would have had more juice for this game. I don't know if it was because we were just tired, traveled, just end of our ropes of, of playing basketball, and we were just tired, tired, tired. Didn't know if we, you know, again, we don't know. We're just assuming things. Um, making assumptions don't know if it was just you know they the guys didn't want to play or they felt like they deserved better which of, of, of a tournament I don't know we don't know
0: yeah um, we don't I do I do think it's safe to say though at the end of any season like that you're gonna have a mix you're gonna have a mix of people who want that extra game and they don't care what tournament it is they're just happy for another game and then you have some people who are like if we didn't make it, I'm out. I don't have the effort no. left. So you're you're always going to have a mixed bag of emotions there, as you should. I mean, it's a it's a complicated thing to figure out how you feel about. So
1: oh, completely. I agree. I agree. And 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 so that's why I'm I'm just sitting here. I'm just like, you know what? It could have been for sure that that mix during this game where you had a bunch of guys that really really wanted to give their all, and then a bunch of guys like, you know what? Like, I'm just spent. I'm done. I'm tired. My body is tired. And we get it if that was us, we would have been dead at Vegas. And you know what I mean? Like we were dead in Vegas, but I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm still recovering y'all. My legs have finally, and you know, of course, some people know, some people don't. Um, so I have a torn meniscus in my right knee and I'm pretty sure either some porn torn ligament or something in my other knee. And so, which I know I need to get fixed. I know. Thank you, mom. I need to get fixed, but I know, I know, I know.
0: Anyway, okay, I so we'll
1: get on you, huh? Okay, Parton will get on you. I know. Um, she already got on to me about getting a sleep apnea test. She's all over me for sleep
0: apnea and for getting the little spot on my neck checked out. So I'm doing I that. Think this we,
1: both, we both have that same little spot, almost in the same exact fucking spot. Well, I'm getting it checked Friday, y'all. So I know. Can you please report to your mother that I got mine checked last time I at will. the doctor last week yeah. and she said it was fine? So please report back to Kay that it's fine. It's um,
0: Also worried about our health and wellness here, but now, you know,
1: now, you know, anyway, so, um, and please report to your mother that I did get a sleep apnea test. I just need to make sure my, my insurance will cover it. Anyway, whatever. Back to the game. Um, anyway, I lost my train of thought. I'm going back. I'm getting all topsy-turvy. Um, Live ball turnovers, we were getting some, we had a slow start, slow start, but then we finally started picking things up towards the end of the first half, getting live ball turnovers, uh, getting a lot of decent rebounds defensively. not so much offensively. Yeah, we only had 10 offensive rebounds and 17 defensive rebounds. We weren't doing well rebounding-wise, like Jacqueline mentioned. Uh, they were killing us. They had th- again 36 to R27. But uh, we did get some good looks defensively. You know, Gavin did, Nigel, uh, Trell with three as well. Normally you don't see Trell getting too many rebounds, um, but he actually was in there getting some rebounds for us, which was nice, um, all defensively. Uh, let me see what else I had on my list of good stuff. Uh, the second half really, really started off well uh, for a little bit. <laughs> so the second half started off really good coming out of the half, went on like a 7 or 11 and 0 run, really, really doing well, playing good. And then, of course, just don't really know where the turning point occurred in the second half specifically that things just kind of stopped going our way. Yeah. Um, Couldn't really point it out. I'm sure there was a myriad of different things that were occurring that just didn't, you know, contribute to the win. Um, Calvin, again, looking good offensively. I just I cannot wait to continue seeing how he builds, especially in the offseason season how he builds his you know, repertoire to really continue to be offensively minded as well as defensively minded. Um, Cause he's really improved over the last few weeks or a few months rather of the season when it comes to offensive play. So can't wait to see how he continues to improve there. He's just been, he's been doing really well. And so um, of course, yes, points in the paint back where they should be. Normally when we're having that many points in the paint, we're going to win the game, but UNC Asheville just honestly had our number when it came to you know shooting so what can you do there I mean you can only score so many points in the paint but you really can't keep up when someone is just draining threes just draining threes draining threes draining threes and then anyway but we'll get to the negative in a minute but go ahead Jax
0: Okay, um so one thing I did I did notice uh that Killer switched up and I liked is that most of the times whenever Calvin was in he had Calvin throwing the ball in which I think is great because starting next season he'll probably be the one throwing the ball in. Um True. I feel like it was generally him or Nigel throwing in the ball. So that was good. I like seeing little adjustments like that proactive stuff cuz you know, uh, we're not going to have Gavin next year be throwing the ball in and trailing down the court. So good for somebody else to get practice and get ready to step into that role. Uh, I, thought, I thought David handled the full, full court press pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, a few turnovers, I know, from a couple of the other guys, but I, I felt like for the most part, um, David handled it really well, so that was good. Uh, Nigel's looking great from the three, two for two. Um, mm-hmm. Super happy with that.
1: Awesome. Um, I, I just wish that would have just – Continued, but hey, I know. Um, Looks more looks, yeah, yeah,
0: and maybe that'll give him a little confidence. Uh, so let's see. Trell, even though Trell didn't have the best day on threes, only two of nine, the two that he did make were literally back to back. Um, Mm -hmm. So that was nice. Uh, David with the layups was great. And I don't, I don't know if when you were watching it at the brewery, uh, if y'all could hear the commentators or whatever, I figured you probably couldn't really, you
1: know, I, I turned it up as loud as I could without it being too distracting to everything else that was going on. Um, Cause I didn't want it to, I mean, I turned it up so that you could hear the announcers and I did I actually did write down a comment about the announcers and I forgot to say it, that, um, at one point, I don't know if it was during the first half or the second half that the announcers were talking up, uh, coach Keller really well saying that he was one of the most elite coaches in the country. Um, which I thought was a nice comment. So that was the one thing I heard from them that was like extremely positive, uh, about the team.
0: So I have one only one. I didn't, I somehow didn't hear that because, uh, I'll get to it. My grievances, they lost me before the game even started. So I kind of with something, which I'll list to my grievances mm-hmm. and so kind of tune them out. But the one good thing I did hear them say is on one of the times when David made one of his amazing layups that he always makes, uh, one of them said, I wish he'd be more aggressive. And I was like, me too sometimes, but here's the thing it's tough. And that's like, I feel like a topic we've talked about a lot and that is my age and, debate with my father's BFF John Alvin of uh, who was the most valuable player between Thomas walkup and Trey Pinkney and I always have to I have to give it to my boy Trey because as great as Thomas was like Trey was the man behind the man right and all that stuff and the thing was what people didn't realize is Trey could score and shoot really well he just If you're a good point guard and you have good people to get the ball to, you don't have to score. That doesn't fall on your shoulders. You can if you have the opportunity, but it shouldn't fall to you. And so while I I did agree, like sometimes I do wish David would be more aggressive because he is great and he can shoot outside and he can drive in. But he's a good point guard. That shouldn't be his first thing. So it's just I feel like you got to take the happy medium and be nice when you see the moments. Be happy when you see the moments happen. Um, but anyway, but it was nice that they said that
1: that is. No, I I agree. I didn't hear that. But now that you say that, I I mean, I agree. There are moments where, man, he just kills it, especially in transition. Yes. Oh, my God. David is one of, like not the, the best because I mean, obviously, we've had a lot of really great point guards, obviously, like Trey and Xavier. But like when when we're in transition like that, he just kills it with those layups. I mean, he can he can make a layup look easy. And it's like behind the back, over, you know, just hooks it in there. Shots that you don't think are going in, they go in. And and David was so good at that. And that's something that we're definitely gonna miss. And I'm I'm eager to see who's gonna step up and take his position as point guard and really kind of take that role on. I don't know if it's going to be Jalen. I don't know if it's going to be – well, I don't know if Nigel's going to be there anymore, so probably not him. Um, most likely Jalen. I, I don't – again, I don't know if Trell would take that position over. Probably not. I don't really see him as uh, the point guard unless, again, he, he practices over the season, over the off season. But I, it's probably – because who took it out the most when it wasn't David? It was probably Jalen.
0: Yeah, I don't see them putting. I mean, who knows? But I don't see him putting trail at the point since uh, he's our strongest three-point shooter.
1: Yeah, I don't either. You're. Right. I mean, yeah, exactly. I was just trying to think of who all. Yeah. Is left on the team that could potentially do it, but I think honestly, Jalen was probably the one that took it out the most when David wasn't in the game when he was resting. So it was. It's probably gonna be Jalen or. Maybe day, but I'm still I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like day would be better under the basket slash you know forward. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so other note that involves David. Oh my gosh. When David did the behind the back pass to Nigel and then Nigel passed it to Gavin all in transition on fast break. Love, 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 love. Can't love it enough. Um mm-hmm. I just love. To see stuff like that when they're so in sync and something just pop, pop, pop that quick, like Mm -hmm. smoothly happens. Amazing. Um, Let's see. Okay. Calvin, great game. Shot at the elbow. I love, I love when he shoots outside. I wish he would do it more. Love it so much. The dunk, holy shit. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, Jalen was playing some great defense. He got, uh, steal two possessions in a row I was like here we go yeah I was very excited um Derek had a very nice little cut to the bucket that I just loved so much um and then uh we actually did have a back door and y'all know I love it whenever we actually get a back door so
1: I know I'm glad you mentioned that I didn't write that down but it was I don't know if it was in a transition back door or can you remember I don't know if it was but again like transition basketball like we really need to just really just, I don't know, highlight, not highlight that, but work on that. You know, we already so good at, we need to just continue being good at that. I feel like that is where we can really kind of stifle teams down is when we get a steal in transition, kill it, and just really kind of take the wind out of their sails. I feel like that is when we can really capitalize on um, shutting them down Is is kind of, Making a good steal or something, and then just boom, transition layup, uh, pull up three, uh, you know, big fast brace dunk, something to take the wind out of the sails. Really need to just continue on with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's get it for the last time this season. With the airing of grievances, <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> no. You're going to hear about it. For the last time this season, let's talk about grievances. So, first grievance right off the bat, CBI. You can honestly take a long walk off a short pier with the bullshit with Flow Sports. What in the actual frick are you – people are going to pay $30 to watch a game –
0: Yeah, I haven't. You know what? And I I actually need to ask my cousin more about it, too, since he just started working for them. But I don't know what all else they cover, because I feel like the only time that I hear of them is when we have a random game. And then it's like, yeah, nobody wants to pay thirty dollars for one month subscription to watch one game. Exactly. Um, So I wish they had some kind of option for like a one off. Yep. Well, obviously, they're like everybody else. They're trying to be a
1: subscription service, and you can't do that if you're a one-off, so I get it. Which, yes, of course, I get it. But when 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 a one-time-a-year tournament is going to be broadcasted on Flow Sports, and that is the only time when some of these people are going to download and subscribe to you, and you know sure as shit that they're going to unsubscribe as soon as their game is over, why not? Would you? I feel like they would make it would be just a smarter deal to have like a temporary, like 24 hour access or something, mm-hmm. you know, or a, like a, a week access for X amount of dollars so that more people would be inclined to sign up if it wasn't $30 for those three or four games that their team is playing, not $30 for an entire month that they're only going to be using for five days. I, I, that, that to me just doesn't make sense to me. Like when there's a bunch of people that said, Oh yeah. Like, you know, can't wait to watch the Lumberjacks play this game. And then when they logged on to see how much it would be to watch their one game. but well, we didn't know it was going to be one game, but still one game. They're like, $30? Fuck that. And I'm just like, I agree. The only reason why, I because I, I put it on is because I put it on because we were watching it at the brewery. And my boss was like, yeah, whatever, just do it. And I'm like, all right, cool. So... People don't want to pay 30. I mean, I don't know. That's just a big grievance for me. Like do like a 24 hour access price or, you know, a 48 hour thing or something to where you can not have to shovel out $30 for potentially one game. I just, I think that's obscene to be fair. I mean, people barely want to pay 599 or whatever it is for ESPN plus every month. They're going to bitch about that. They're going to bitch about 30 bucks. Um, So, I don't know. You know, that's a big grievance for me that I have. Flow Sports, and then of course, I mean, the stream was okay. It wasn't great. I don't know. I don't know. It did. It did
0: seem marginally better than the ESPN app because while there were a few points that it got a little fuzzy and wasn't like completely in focus, it didn't do the constant buffering bullshit that makes me want to
1: which again, I don't understand why yours does that because mine never does that on ESPN ever. I don't yeah. know. It's just, it's the weirdest thing that you have to deal with. And I don't get it because my ESPN app never does that. Never. It's uh, the weirdest thing. And I wouldn't have believed it unless I saw it for real. And yeah, you, and when you it
0: almost every time that's yeah. the worst I've done it. That last video that I sent you, but yeah. Almost, damn it. And it does this thing where if I pause it for too long, it times out and you have to completely start the game over, which is so frustrating because yeah,
1: that's happened to me before. Yes, because
0: I know what time point of the game clock I'm at, but that's never the time frame of the actual recording. So then it's a whole other pain in the ass to try to find exactly where you were.
1: Yeah. So ESPN needs to get some things straight on their on their app. It's just kind of irritating. Um, so every other grievances I have about the game itself, though, I mean. Though, our shooting was just abhorrent. I mean, when it, you know, it wasn't the best at all. I mean, we were four of 18 from the three total. Um, first half, one of six. Second half, half three of 12. Just not good. Um, I mean, Trell, I love you so much, but two of nine, that's just not good. That's a bad day for him. Bless that's his heart. I know. I love him so much, but that's just a bad day. Bad, bad shooting day. Our shots were just not there. Compared to theirs, our shots were just not there, and they were at 52.2%. They were 12 of 23. I mean, almost, yeah, yeah, 12 of 23 on, on, on their shooting for three, and then 50.9% on field goal. I mean, there was a guy that hit, uh, let's see here. I mean, he one guy, Drew Pember, was three of five and three. Another guy, Tejan Jones, was four of seven. I mean, they were, they were doing way better than us. I mean, they had – one, two, three, four, five guys in double-digit points, compared to our three, and it just big difference shooting-wise. And it was just we weren't we weren't there. We weren't prepared for that type of. I don't know. Just weren't prepared for that. I don't know. Just weren't there. Other thing is, is when I try to go find the actual college basketball invitational website. I kept, I kept Googling CBI tournament, CBI invitational, CBI, whatever. I just kept Googling it, and nothing kept popping up, only Wikipedia pages. I had to go to their Facebook page in order to find the actual website of the CBI. And that's because it doesn't start with CBI tournament. It starts with gazellegroup.com. How is anybody supposed uh, to
0: Their, their SEO is not good then because – it shouldn't matter what the URL is. Their SEO should be pulling what people would search to find it.
1: Exactly. I literally scrolled all the way to the bottom of the first Google and, and, and and still there was no CBI anything. All it was was Wikipedia's and, and, and news articles about the tournaments. That was it. There was no official website. I'm like, that is horrible. Yeah. CBI. You can call up Holt creative group. And
0: ask for me and we will get that sorted out for you because that you should not be like way down on page two and not even found.
1: Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. The fact that I had to go to their Facebook page to find the actual link to their website to look at their, you know, to look at everything and and see what uh, box scores or just whatever. I mean, it shouldn't matter what I'm looking for. The fact that I had to go that deep into researching it to find their website should tell you a lot. Should tell you a lot.
0: And if you want people to pay that $30 to Flow Sports to watch the games, then you should probably be able to Google and find the website so that you know what you're looking for.
1: And bingo. Bingo. Um, a few other things game-wise, man, there were there was a moment when UNC had three straight blocks on on us. Three straight blocks in a row. One, two, three, boom, boom, boom. Not good. I mean, they had six total. We had one. As I mean, boy, guess who had all six? Pember, Pember, that one big tall white kid who was also hitting all these damn threes. That this dude was man, wild. He was all over our ass, hitting threes, blocking shots. He was great. I mean, great player. Just we were not prepared for that. I just don't know what. We were doing, I mean, we were getting blocked every which way, sideways and and front ways. I mean, every time we were trying to get a shot down there in the paint, block. just felt like one after another after another. I mean, there were six total. I mean, that's just, that's way too many. Yeah, it's a lot. The three right in a row was like such a killer momentum-wise and confidence-wise. Holy crap. Just yeah. Not, not ideal. Not ideal. Um again, I wrote in all caps. Man, they're shooting threes like a bitch. Holy shit. Same guy that is blocking all these shots, shooting threes. Jesus Christ. I wrote that literally in all caps. <laughs> um there was a moment when Calvin started pushing and shoving, and I think that's when he got the tech.
0: Yes, but well, okay. And it it was, so as was a double tech. They called it on him and the other guy. I will okay, say, good. okay. From what I observed. And again, I, I could have not seen all of it too, because I'm only seeing when the camera's on the two of them. So who knows what happened? Who knows what happened before? But yeah. it seemed to me that the other guy was the one initiating it and starting it, but you be surprised, but Calvin took regardless Calvin, took Calvin responded, yeah. And uh, the whatever. I, I'm sure it was a little back and forth, and then I think probably Calvin maybe said something, and then the guy pushed him, and then Calvin pushed him back. So double tech, there you go.
1: I know. I love Calvin so much, and I'm glad that he stands up for himself, though, but sometimes. You know, though, it's it's like such huh. a mind-boggling thing to me
0: because I feel like he is the coach. Oh, The coolest, chillest one on the team, Mm -hmm. 90% of the time, Mm -hmm. maybe 95, whatever. But then that that small percentage, when he gets irritable, he just reacts immediately. Um,
1: Yeah. Oh, I agree. He's literally having the most fun on the court, laughing, carrying on, cutting up, like, you know, talking back and forth with refs, you know, on the bench, making jokes, cheering people on. But you're right, there is just some switch that flips when something happens and it just goes from 0 to 100 and that's when I feel like he's the one that gets, I feel like he's always getting teed up. Always. Not always. You know what I mean? Like whenever we have a tee, I feel like it's usually him.
0: Well, yeah. I feel So I feel like there's a combination of two things and one of them I, I said to him after one of the games, I said, yeah. why are these refs always coming for you when you're like the tallest one on the team? Mm-hmm. I do feel like there have been two different scenarios where like 100%, I feel like the ref is the one who like made an issue when it was a non issue. Correct. Uh, but then I think the him and player scenarios are like, he's the coolest, chillest player ever. But I, I think he has a few very specific triggers that like, if someone's, I don't know, certain brand of talking shit, maybe. Cause I don't know. I'm not on the floor. I'm just guessing. Um, yeah or like the push and shove stuff that the ref doesn't see. And I get that too, because I mean, I'm not going to lie. I kind of did that whenever I played because I was always the smallest one. And sometimes these broads would think they could just push me around. And it's like, then when you're the one to push back, that's when
1: the referee sees it. And I'm like, yeah, it's always the second person, never the first. And it's always, it, they always look to you like, Oh, well, you're the one over here starting stuff, short stuff,
0: you know, And then it's, it's, it gets frustrating. Cause you're like the last three times on the court, she's been pushing my ass all over this floor and you haven't blown your whistle. So I had to take it in my own hands and like, try to stand up for myself and then you're going to call it out. So I think that's kind of part of what happens yeah. between the other player.
1: For sure. I mean, yeah, I, I know that Calvin is not usually the one instigating this because he is the chillest one on the court. And so for him to get upset and to start push shoving back or for him to get upset and say something back, something has to be obviously egregiously being said or done because he is super chill, super chill. I feel constantly. like he is so. Yeah, I know. Um, Oh God. And then there was that 12-0 run from UNC, just absolute shit balls. Like pfft, pfft. couldn't score nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um yeah, our offensive rebounds was, were just not there. Not there at all. You know, but they didn't really have that many either. They only had 11. and we had and we had 10. They only had one more than us, but It just, for some reason, just felt like we just couldn't get any sort of offensive rebound going. But that was, I guess, just for me watching the game, I was like, man, we're just not getting in there, getting those rebounds. We're not following our shots. You know, what are we doing? What are we doing? But, again, when you look at the stats when the game's over, it tells a little bit of a different story. But just during the game itself, when I'm furiously typing my notes at the brewery, chugging my beer because I'm so pissed off, you know, um, which brings me to uh, (laughs) – My other funny story was, again, like at the brewery, I'm sitting there watching the guys game. And it's literally just me watching the guys game because I don't know where everybody was at. I guess they figured that nobody was going to pay the $30 and show it anywhere. So they just said, F it. Um, But I said, I was like, hey, I put it on the brewery for myself and for whoever else wants to come watch it. Whatever. Anyway, so I'm sitting there with me, my computer and the brewery and the, the TV and my beer just typing, watching, typing, watching chugging my beer yelling ah! every five <laughs> and at one point one of the one of my friends at work looks over and he's like are you okay and i'm like no no i'm not no Thank you for asking though i'm i'm absolutely having a bad time right now <laughs> because we can't rebound for shit we can't shoot for shit and i'm getting really irritated <laughs> anyway and then the girls game came on and it was again, more yelling and screaming. And then there was at one point where a customer walked by and like, again, are you okay? No, I'm not. Because we're playing like shit. And it's, it's just not like us getting irritating. um, Yeah, just towards the end of the second half, just kind of a shit show falling apart. The second half of that second half, if that makes sense. You know, we started out really strong. That first uh, half of that first second half, you know, coming out of the halftime, played really, really well, went on runs, were doing well, caught up to them, you know, and then if something happened during that second half of the second half, if again, if that makes any sense, that just started just kind of falling apart. The wheels fell off. They started shooting, and we did not, and it's just it's how the cookie crumbles. That's my catchphrase of the season because there's nothing you can do about it. I mean – I'm glad that we had a little bit of a of a fan base that went and and watched the game. like Jacqueline said there wasn't that many people at the game, like 500. I, I, I don't know what kind of you know, I, I don't know what they expected for CBI to get 500. But anyway, so who anyway, so it's dunk last last game of the season just wasn't that great, but what are you gonna do? I mean. It's over. It's done with. There's no use crying over spilled milk. So, last uh, last grievance for me is is the situation with uh, with with Gavin on Twitter. I, I feel like that was just unexcusable. Um, yeah, we are critical, and we you know uh, have our opinions about the team and about our play. You know, obviously we have grievances, yes, but it's never that bad to where someone. Or anyone should ever, ever, ever speak to anybody like that, ever. It's just disgusting. And the fact that that person felt they needed to create an entirely new account with whatever time they have on their hands. And message given that disgusting message that they sent. What? Who do you think you are? You are an absolute effing coward to do that.
0: You're just, absolutely right. And I'm, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned this so we can quickly address it. Cause I, I don't want to give people like that any more airtime.
1: But, no, no. I just wanted to throw it out there and get it done and then move on. Because yeah, it's they,
0: they are a coward because if, if they were not saying something vile and despicable, they would just say it. They wouldn't have to mm-hmm. disguise themselves as someone else. And, you know, yeah, like Alex said, we we sit here and we discuss the game, but that's that's all we're doing. It's nothing personal. We discuss the stats, we discuss the game, we talk about what maybe we could have done better, and we say it as, as us, as Jacks because we're just discussing the game. Right. Um, like, we, we've shared some other tweets from other people, and it just seems to happen this time of year. Some people obviously have nothing else going on in their lives that they are that freaking hurt over what happens with a college basketball team that you're going to attack someone as a human being and as a person and say stuff that's just completely out of line. And that game's not going to change your life. But now you have said something hurtful to upset someone else and disrupt their life. So please stop.
1: Yeah, it just makes no sense. And again, out of all these people, like you're sending it to student athletes who already sacrificed so much. Yeah, you know, students in college, they do sacrifice. But, like, these student athletes, they sacrifice a lot. Some of them are moving away from home, thousands of miles. I mean, Gavins from a completely different country, and he's thousands of miles away from his family and his friends. And so you think that sending that to him, talking about him not making his free throws, that ruined your entire life enough that you are going to wish him harm and hope he dies and then call him derogatory names? That's bullshit. I mean, give me a break. And guarantee, guarantee that that was not sent by any sort of SFA fan or Jack fan. It's just some butt hurt little boy who probably bet on the game and lost a shit ton of money and got all up in their feelings. And you know what? That is no excuse. Zero excuse. I'm sorry. That is bullshit. And, a, and it's just a sad fact that there's a lot of student athletes that get messages, not just student athletes, I, I mean, pro athletes too get messages like that, telling them, oh, you should kill yourself because, oh, heaven forbid, they missed a fucking free throw. For God's sakes, it's not that critical. It's not that critical. Yeah, when we when we have a shitty free throw percentage, we're gonna say, oh, yeah, it was shit. Oh, well, move on. We moved on. We move on. Yeah. It's not that critical. Like. For God's sakes, it's just ridiculous, and that's all that we'll say about it. It's just ridiculous, disgusting, and I hope—I honestly hope—that whoever sent that message is, they have more mental issues than anyone else because that is bullshit. So that's what I have to say about
0: that. Agreed. Agreed. Um, okay, so my first one uh, is not necessarily a grievous, Well, I mean, I'm—I'm I'm sad. It's just a question. Diego wasn't dressed out.
1: I don't know what happened. Oh, I didn't even. Wow, I didn't even notice that. I don't know.
0: He was there, but he was wearing, like, street clothes, workout stuff, if that makes sense. Whatever I'm trying to say. Like, he mm-hmm. was wearing a a figure, but not a uniform. Um, so, I don't know. Sad. Missed Diego. I don't know. Don't know what happened. Uh, don't know the story. Um, okay, so what I said, my grievances with the announcers. Y'all, these announcers, like, literally lost me before the game even started because – as they're sitting there introducing our team, they're telling the, the back history of us losing to ACU in the WAC tournament. And they literally proceed to say that ACU won the WAC tournament and is going on to play an NCAA tournament. And I'm like, bruh, they my are God. literally playing in this tournament that you're commentating right now.
1: Oh, my God.
0: What are you talking about? Like in this tournament with us I, I had to stop pause it and rewind it and listen to it again just to make sure that I didn't lose my mind and I'm like how are you that misinformed that you're going to say
1: <laughs> how are you not that
0: tournament is playing an NCAA tournament and they're literally in this postseason tournament that you're
1: working that's bad that's bad
0: that mixed up but i was like oh okay i no yeah um all right so i was i was annoyed by that cuz that's just very simple literally all you had to do is look at the list of teams that were in this tournament that you're working and you would Yeah played. exactly.
1: I mean but that's and that's something that yeah for sure they should just have that in front of them even if you didn't memorize all the teams in the tournament at least just have a list in front of you so you don't make that simple easy mistake. Oh my god. Yeah yikes
0: yeah that's a big yikes. Um, okay we've already said well 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 they can shoot the three that's what i put on my notes so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um then we talked about the the calvin tech and I, I did put on my notes that from what i saw from what i saw in the editing and the cuts their guy was mm-hmm. the one pushing on Calvin first um that Pember dude was just freaking sick that just He yeah. was just such a good player. Uh, he was tough. He really is
1: really um, good. I mean, we can be objectively just drooling over a player like that. Like the fact that he's great on both sides of the ball, just
0: yeah. yeah he was
1: tough.
0: Um yeah. okay. I have another call the screen note that I'm sorry, it's frustrating mm-hmm. bad because poor our poor David freaking runs into a brick wall. And like the thing is, Nana's man is the one that set the screen. And then I'm not necessarily saying it was Nana's fault, maybe a little, but also other people are stepping up and doing help defense because you saw this screen. So like you can't (laughs) yell beforehand, at least so that he doesn't run into it. I mean, I get I get it's all happening so fast, and maybe even if you yell it, they're not gonna get around the screen. But all I want is for my man David to not smack right into body someone and fall. Down. He literally smacked into him and like fell on the floor. And I'm like, he's
1: like, get concussed, poor boy.
0: I'm like, if you see the screen in enough time to play help defense, you can help mm-hmm. a man out here, not run into a brick wall. I don't like that. Um, I don't
1: like it either. I know I saw that and I was like, oh, God, I don't like David. that.
0: I don't. I don't like it. There's just it's not, it's not necessary. Like that's, that's an avoidable. I mean, that used to be really like the only thing that would piss me off during a game for my own teammates, because and, and, you know, anything else. if you make a mistake, okay, we all make mistakes. But like, if you're just going to sit there and not call it, and I'm going to run into this broad, who's probably like five inches taller than me and bigger than me. No, like that is not a fun time for
1: me. I don't like it. Yeah. And I love you know, and everybody knows how much we love David. I mean, David's our dude, but like and you know, he's not the biggest guy. And so it'd be different if it was like someone like, you know, uh Gavin or, or even like Nigel, like a little bit thicker dudes that can take a little bit of the brunt better. But
0: But even then I'm like that even a, then,
1: I don't uh, like it either. No, I mean they should call it regardless, but
0: it's a potential injury that could be avoided. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm
1: saying. call david's David's gonna get concussed brother you gotta gotta call those
0: yeah please do it for me um Mm -hmm. poor nigel i know he knew this was a mistake as soon as he did it but falling on that three on the buzzer Mm -hmm. It's was just like why did we do it um okay then two of my two of my biggest pet peeves we did during this game a ball fake and then you pass it to that person. Anyway, I'm like, (laughs) you just defeated the whole entire purpose of the ball fake. If You're going to pass it anyway. And then along the same lines, the multiple pump fakes for a shot right at the bucket. And like now they, they know there's nothing else you're doing besides shooting. And now since you pump faked about three times, you travel because you shuffled your feet with all these pump fakes and it's like, oh, I wonder what he's gonna do next. Maybe he's gonna shoot since he's two inches from the book.
1: Oh shit. Those are my last two. <laughs> I love it. I really do. but you know what again, uh, no, no matter what no matter how much we talk about the team on here and all the good and bad, it doesn't matter. Season's over. we had a great season we are very happy with how the regular season ended. It was a, it was a lovely surprise. We were, the fact that we won regular season co-champs with three other really good schools. Uh pleased as punch Jacqueline and I are pleased as punch how the season ended Uh regular season wise. Yes. We would have loved to get, you know, a, a whack tournament victory and even a whack tournament uh, championship and go to the NCAA and the big dance. Like we're kind of used to doing, but Yet again, it's our first season in the WAC. We honestly, at the very beginning of the season, our expectations were you know, high, but they weren't, we weren't unrealistic about what was gonna happen. And so I, I think that we were just very, very happy with how it ended and, and we're gonna have an entire episode uh, either later this week or over the weekend. Uh, about the whole season, we'll recap the whole season. We'll give out some of our our awards that we do, our little part me Alex awards on who we thought was, you know MVP or you know most valuable player, sixth man off the bench, stuff like that. So we'll have a whole nother episode where we go through and talk about the whole season and give out our little awards that don't mean absolute shit, but to just us, you know, so uh, if you would like to submit your own personal awards on who you think was, you know, MVP or sixth man off the bench. Uh shoot us an email or not an email. Shoot us a DM, shoot us a message on Twitter, uh, Instagram or Facebook, and maybe we'll mention it. What what our what the fan vote was. Maybe we'll do a fan vote. I think we did last year.
0: I mean, because listen, we love these guys. We love watching them all season. That is why love. we do this. Yeah. We love it. So we want to give we want to give our own little moment to say yeah. accolades for who we think deserves them. And yeah absolutely all, show them all a little love on what they did best
1: exactly cuz cuz all of them all of them every single player on that team had really great moments this season in their own respect and you know again it's it's basketball it it's college basketball for a mid major program this is not critical life stuff social issues that are currently happening in the world so this is just what we think our comments. Who is this, Nelson Roy Miles? You're like Blossom and Six from in the nineties. I don't even know what that means. No, <laughs> well, I know who Blossom is, but I know what Blossom is, but I don't know what Six from the nineties. Blossom and Six. Oh, that's two words. Blossom and Six from the nineties. Yeah, but who's Six? I don't know, I don't know who's Six. Uh, hi, Nelson Roy. Ma- Please explain Six. What is that? Because I used
0: to watch Blossom. I used to love that show.
1: Yeah. Like that name, I am familiar with. I just am not sure what six means. Anyway,
0: I barely remember it.
1: Again, I don't know a '90s Blossom intro. Okay, if anybody out there can make us a '90s Blossom intro with part me, Alex, go for it. We should we'll look use. into it. Go for it. We'll use it. Would totally do it. Um, yeah. What a season. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So we're going to, like I said, we're going to do a recap episode at some point this week and or this weekend, and we're excited to talk about that. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much from the CBI tournament. Um, not much else to mention. Obviously, the girls, they did, you know, they did represent us in the big dance. They played uh, North Carolina. North Carolina kicked our ass this last weekend in basketball.
0: Okay, all the North Carolina teams did well because they beat us. Actual North Carolina men's one, North Carolina women's won. Um, bummer, though, because the ladies, I really thought we had it in the bag. Me too. Me Up too. Quarter, I thought we had it in the bag. And we were just going to walk too. out.
1: Me too. Something happened. Fourth quarter. Just couldn't hang in there, man. And it was. That was rough. Sad. I
0: know.
1: He said, look up the blossom theme song right now. Okay. Sure. We will do that for you, Nelson. No problem. No problem. Um, But yeah, we really hoping the girls would pull that out, you know, but they did well. We're really proud of, again, both the guys and the girls you know, for representing us on uh, postseason tournaments. And so very, very thankful that they had those opportunities to do that and um, be able to represent not only SFA, but Nacogdoches and the WAC in some postseason tournaments. So last thing I'll say on my end is shout out to ACU. They're still playing in the CBI. They're playing tonight, I believe. And so they're still representing the WAC Go, Coach Brett. Go, Coach Antonio. Excited for them to continue on and hopefully get another win tonight. That'd be great.
0: Yeah, my dad texted me that earlier, so it's the semifinals.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're playing on ESPN, too, which is nice. <laughs> Fuck you, Flow Sports. <laughs> I'm over that. Over it. Love it. Love it. All right, so hope everybody has a really great night. It's Tuesday. The weather is exponentially better in east texas than it was last night um enjoy it have a good week and we will be back soon to do our post-season wrap-up
0: are you gonna are you gonna play the theme song from blossom oh should i yeah yeah go ahead and look it up all right because i don't remember that's been too many years ago i don't remember
1: that all right one sec Oh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Ready? Yep. Don't know about the future. That's anybody's guess. Ain't no good reason for getting all your breath. Buy up your pen and pencil. I give you a piece of my mind. you going
0: to show the video? I think he meant to show the video of it, like what they were doing, oh. the theme song, like during the intro. Okay. Yeah, because he was talking about how we looked, and yeah, and we got to see it.
1: Oh my goodness. Okay. You guys are killing me. I I don't know. Okay. There we go. Like these opening credits? I'm dying cuz that's freaking Broad from Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah. I guess I never watched that show.
0: So I, I used to, but it's it's a very vague memory because I, I think I was like, I was just on the cusp of the generation that was maybe old enough to watch it, but not quite old enough. And so I feel like I kind of came on at the tail end and only caught like a little bit of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember the show. I just never, I don't think I ever watched it. I was... I'm gonna have to look it up
0: and see where where what streaming platform has it, if any.
1: Who knows? Who knows? Not Flow Sports. I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, Yeah. No. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) So anyway, all right, guys. So we're gonna end it up, and we will talk to you guys later. Again, we'll do our recreate or our postseason recap episode soon. Have a great night, and as always, Axe and Jax. With Alex and Jax.